and start trusting in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And so here we find this statement. Uh, if someone says he has faith and does not have works, can faith save him? And the answer to that question is no. Faith can't save him. And what he is referring to here is a faith that's only in the head. That kind of faith can't save anybody. And almost everybody that you know has that kind of faith, don't they? If you ask your friend, do you believe in Jesus? What's the answer? Sure. Uh, do you go to church? Well, a couple times a year. Sure. Do you believe Jesus died on the cross? Yes. Do you believe that he was resurrected? Sure. Uh, that's head faith. That's only faith in the head, and it's not saving faith. Uh, look it down to verse number 19. You believe that there's one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. Do you know that the demons have head faith in Jesus? In fact, I was reading John MacArthur's study Bible the other day, which I do quite often, and uh, he said that the demons' faith is orthodox, and what that simply means is it's right on. And so the demons recognize that Jesus was God, in Matthew chapter 4, Satan, when he, attempted, when he tempted Jesus, he said, listen, we know since you are the Son of God. And he started quoting all these scriptures. So the demons, the fallen angels, they have a faith in their head, but they're enemies of God. And so a faith in a person's head can't take them to heaven. And I think people really struggle with this today because they believe because they have a simple head faith that they're okay. But the scripture says here, if you believe that there's one God, you do well. Even the demons believe like that. Uh, this type of head faith mimics the faith of the demons. We need a lot more than that. We need a head faith that's first. You know, it's a good thing to believe in God and that's a, that's a foundation that is good. Because there are a lot of people in our world that don't know about God. They don't know about Jesus, and so they have to get that figured out first. But saving faith is, first of all, in your head, secondly, in your heart. Now watch this. And thirdly, in your hands. It's called head, heart, and hand faith. Now that is real faith. Now look at verse number 15. If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, what does that profit? Now, all of us have done this, and I feel guilty every time I have an opportunity to do this. You find somebody has a real need, what do you do? You say, Oh, God bless you, or, you know, you don't know what to say. And so, does, is that profitable? Uh, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. And so what he's saying right here is real faith will produce something. Okay? Real faith will produce something. It starts in the head, and it's a wonderful revelation to realize if you have it in your head and, uh, and you don't have it in your heart, that that's the next step. You can have it in your heart if you ask Jesus to come into your heart. And then when you, when you accept Jesus in your heart, then what happens is your hands go out 
and you have a faith that really works in the world. You know, there are many people that didn't want to put the book of James in the, in the Bible. They wanted to keep it out, and they thought it was contradictory to the book of Romans. You know, Paul in Romans talks on and on about how we are justified by faith and faith alone. And now here comes James and says, listen, we're justified by works too. But people finally realized that James was talking about, or Paul was talking about the legal aspect of justification. James is talking about the practical aspect of justification. Paul in Romans was talking about being right with God legally. James was talking about being right with God practically. And so my message to you this morning is this. Let's have a practical faith. As we prepare for the invitation, let's just ask the Lord to help us now as we examine ourselves in the light of what we talked about. Charles Spurgeon said one time, the grace that does not change my life will not save my soul. And so I want to encourage you today to look at your faith. Maybe you have it in, in your head, but you've never embraced Christ in your heart. You've never really come to grips with Christ as your, as your Savior. Because if you have Christ in your heart, it will extend to your hands and you will have a faith that really works. And so I invite you to take that leap if you, if you have never taken that leap from your head to your heart to your hands. And so with our heads bowed and our eyes closed, I, I ask you to reach out today for your need, for your need in God. If you have a head knowledge, that's good. In fact, that's what the Bible says. If you believe in God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But Ephesians 3.17 says that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. And so, would you today reach out and say, Jesus, come into my heart. We used to have this little song that we sang in the church, into my heart, come into my heart, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come in today, come in to stay. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. And so if you pray from the bottom of your heart in this church today and say, Lord, I've had it in my head, I believe in you in my head, but I just, I just haven't been able to work it out. The next step is to invite him into your heart. And then the hand thing will come naturally. You'll become a servant of God. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for uh, the book of James and how it just challenges us in such a, a relevant way in our world. And we pray that as we go out that, that we can demonstrate this kind of faith that's really real. 
and that you will give us your, your blessing as we go. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's stand together as we have our invitation this morning. And if you're here today and you're responding to God's word, I want to encourage you to make a decision today. Maybe, maybe you'd just like to come and pray at the altar. Feel free to do that. Uh, maybe you have a friend that you need to pray for. Well, come, come also and pray. Feel, feel a liberty today to do that.